Hello and welcome back to another episode of Zap. My name's Jono. And my name's Beck. And Zap the Podcast was formed on the basis that there is a lot of good quality journalism out there. And so this is the other stuff. We aim to make the good trash treasure. We find weird, wacky and wonderful news stories from all over the world. We talk about it, we laugh about it, and we make segments... Oh, I can't even say that. We make segments <laughs> somewhat loosely related to it. Uh, but before we jump into today, I've got to tell you, Beck, I yes. am very excited for today's National Day. Ooh, um, okay. It's... I, I think it's the one. I, it's the one I feel many of us have been waiting for. Um, it's the National Day. It is the <laughs> National Day. It is National Napping Day. Oh, and yeah. <laughs> I mean, not that any of us really need an excuse, but if you did ever need an excuse to have some quality nap time, you have absolutely found it. There um, you go. And in fact, I'd like to personally permit anyone out there who's in a comfy position uh, on, on a couch to nod off uh, and have a little nap, you know? <laughs> Well, uh, no, not yet. Just after, wait like 35 yeah, minutes. Yeah. Yeah. After they listen to the episode. Yeah. Least, yeah. Um, but after that's happened, it is nap time. Maybe <laughs> the soothing sounds um, of the Zap podcast True. will get you in, in a nap mood <laughs> exclusively after it is finished. Exactly. I, I just know the sweet tones of bye. You know, bye. they'll just rock you right <laughs> <Yeah>. to sleep. <laughs> It'll send you off for a good yeah. nap today. <laughs> Maybe at the end of today's episode, we should whisper. Bye. Just, just in case our listeners <laughs> we'll are ready to nap. <laughs> oh, no. Let's see if, let's see if we remember. Yeah, true. We're going to scream, aren't we? <laughs> We're going to scream. Um, but to kick us off today, I have a story out of the state in America where everything is bigger. Um, and it's Texas. And nice. In case you're not up to date on your Texas news. There's recently been some huge winter storms over there, and as a result, there's been huge power outages all over Texas, but notably for this story in Austin, Texas. Now, this is not the first time either. Texas has had big winter storms that have caused power outages. In 2021, there is a period over... uh, It was over two weeks that some people were without power during 2021, during heavy snowstorms and and whatnot. Um, And... This is, yeah, I, I feel like two years ago, they probably should have said, oh, look, we've got to get our act together. <laughs> Let's do um, something about this. <laughs> and yeah, because it's still happening, understandably, a whole bunch of people pretty annoyed at the whole situation. Yeah. You know, fair enough. Um, no power in, in a winter storm. It sounds pretty horrible. But what's being done about it, right? What's, what's actually happening about it? Mm. The, the city council in Austin, they added... Uh, a couple items to their agenda list um, for their next council meeting. Uh, one of those was to sort of audit um, and try and get a response from Austin Energy, who are the energy providers in Austin, surprisingly, um, <laughs> about the outages. Uh, but with with these council meetings uh, comes the public statement portion of the gathering, wherein we meet the protagonist of today's story. Now, <laughs> I I don't know if we have a, like the same sorts of things in Australia. We might. I have no idea. Um, I've never heard of it. But there's like, and I see it like a lot of just like weird stuff happening in America at council meetings of towns or cities, like where... town hall meetings, sort of things. Yeah. Have you seen the... Parks and Rec? 
Yes. Yes, because yes, they have right. those town hall meetings like all the time and everyone seems to turn up and... Yeah, that's my image when we're going to be talking about this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That actually, that is great. It like, it's like that, but slightly more. Um, it it looks more like a court. Right. Um, okay. A little in, bit in more formal one. than a school yeah, hall. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, more formal than than a school hall is quite right. Um, but uh, our our protagonist, back to the story, is yeah. a man by the name of Alex, who is, and this is the description I found online of him an entertainer known specifically for his performances at city council meetings. Oh my gosh. Which, first of all, is a hilarious concept. To yes. Me, that this guy is known, like, specifically for his speeches at council meetings. Like, I, I just imagine this guy, he sees, like, an open mic night and he's like, nah, not for me. Yeah. But then <laughs> when the city council meeting comes around, he is all in. That's exactly the type of person I have pictured uh, in my mind. And I got to tell you, Alex has come prepared. Uh, he's been called up to the mic. He, I, I don't know how the, the system works, but they call his name. I assume he's, he's um, registered interest to speak mm. uh, or he's put his name in the queue. I don't know how it works. It, it's, a, it's, it's quite a, like a foreign concept to me for, for these like meetings where everyone just comes and says stuff. Um, but he's up there. Um, and yeah, called up to give his public statement in the meeting. And on the camera feed, I watched the video of it. He, you just see a guy dressed as a clown, like rainbow <laughs> wig, face paint, red nose and all, walk up to the mic and start his speech. And he says, my mother always told me, dress for the job you want to have. And this is why I'm here today, because I would like to be the CEO of Austin Energy. Uh... And <laughs> bam, that is... That is like bravo, Alex. Bravo. Get wow. like that is a masterclass on sick burns, and I am all for it. Like it is <laughs> absolutely beautiful because, in my mind, you've got council members sitting there as he walks up, trying to imagine why this guy's dressed as a clown and what he wants to say, um, like mm. what he's doing there. And I then, mean, bam. at this rate, he's they're probably not surprised anymore. They're like, oh, Alex again. Oh, he's Alex back. is back. <laughs> Another wacky costume he's yeah. got here. <laughs> But I just love when he, like, lays down the burn and suddenly, like, the clown costume makes sense and yeah. his, <laughs> like, his statement makes sense. And I don't know. It's all revealed at once and it's masterful preparation and execution. Oh, and gosh. in my mind, that's the kind of forward thinking to, like, plan this. That's the kind of forward thinking you'd want running an energy company. That's that's the vibe I get from him because it's I don't know I I'm a, I'm a big fan is is what I'm trying to say and um, he's nominated himself for the position of, of CEO uh, and um, I I like his chances. Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> maybe he'll get the opposite effect to what he was imagining. He was imagining for just you know maybe a laugh, maybe yeah, a, a, laugh. a spot at open mic night. But yeah, he, yeah, he could be getting a job out of it too. That's true. It's like a weird political satire. It's yeah. Like, um, who was it? Oh, um, oh, Vladimir Zelensky in uh, Ukraine. He was a comedian before he got into politics. Oh, really? There you go. Yeah. So maybe he's taking a uh, a similar path. Here. Who knows? <laughs> good it's luck in the past. Yeah. Good luck to you, Alex. <laughs> 
So in the story we just heard, we were privy to an absolute sick burn <laughs> that occurred. And <laughs> I feel like we're so hip now. <laughs> <laughs> we really are. The way I said that sick, sick burn, burn was just really cool as well. <laughs> It's like I was looking down at my hand to make sure what the words were. Sick burn. (laughs) An absolute sick burn (laughs) has occurred today. And it reminded me of our 100th episode, which was two episodes ago now, which some of our listeners were, yeah, it was pretty sick. I mean, (laughs) it was was totally wild. Yeah. Wicked. Wicked and sick. It was so rad. Lit. Um. It was the goat. We are we are the goat <laughs> podcast, and <laughs> and for those who were lucky enough to be at our live recording, you will remember that we had a segment which was things that are embarrassing for no reason, and it was a list segment, and we got everyone in the audience to write down their response to the question, what's something that's embarrassing for no reason, and I gave a few of my examples, and we got. Around 40, I think mostly everyone gave us a response. So we had around like 44 responses, I think. I think there were only two blank ones. And it was a fat stack of responses to this question. And Jono was losing it going through them by himself. Getting flashbacks right now of trying to sift through this pile of 40 as you are. As you're reading off your things that are embarrassing for no reason. Like I have... Uh, not not for lack of wanting, but I have no recollection what your things that were embarrassing for yeah. no reason were because I was so deep in the pile of, of like little papers in front of me. Yeah, Jono was in his own world and rightly so because they were some great responses. I suppose I picked, went through and picked some that I believe we didn't read out at the live 100 recording episode. So I wanted to share some of them now because they are just so good and they're a little bit of a sick burn, I think, to ourselves as humans because, yeah. you know, why are things embarrassing for no reason? I don't know, but they are. I don't know. And <laughs> the, Take that society. Yeah. <laughs> the examples that I gave uh, for those people like Jono who weren't there to like remember <laughs> were, I'm pretty sure I did choking on food as an adult because oh, that's yes. embarrassing. And then I had having asthma. Well, not having asthma, but having to use the asthma puffer specifically. <laughs> You know, I was just like, oh, no, I don't do remember these. And then I just thought, oh, no, and I also edited the podcast. Yeah, le- yeah. so this is Jono's <laughs> third my, time. This is my third time hearing these. And I'm like, oh, I feel like I have heard some of these before. <laughs> this, is, this is ringing a bit of a bell. <laughs> and the third one, oh, yeah, the third one I said was when I had to roll down the windows in my car because I have the actual oh, rolling yeah. down thing. But let's jump into some of the ones that our listeners said from our live show. And this one's from Tom. He wrote, indicating too early while driving. And I agree. Like, I often will turn the indicator off if it's too early. Like, I just can't commit to that embarrassment of someone being like, okay, when are they going to turn? Because I just, I cringe at myself. It's it's too embarrassing. I I recall seeing that one there, but that's... That's, I don't know, that, that's something that didn't resonate with me at all. Really? I, I've never even thought about that. 
Is it? Do you I just don't... indicate at the right time all the time? <laughs> maybe, maybe I'm just the best indicator you in the world. So good, at driving. <laughs> I'm so good at indicating. <laughs> no, but I feel like I don't know. I'm just I always, or at least my standards are low enough that I, I always feel like I'm indicating <laughs> right. Like my, yeah. I guess my thought is so long as I'm like if I'm indicating and I want to turn left in like I'm indicating left I want to turn left in like 100 metres but there's also a left turn <laughs> like 50 metres ahead I'll wait till after the 50 metre left turn before I indicate yes and so, yeah and that, like that's sort of like the only thing so long as I'm not gonna be confusing people behind me as to where I'm turning mm, that's I, yeah. sort of where I go I don't yeah, know well, sometimes I-, I indicate a long time <laughs> So I was going to say, either you're just the best indicator ever or you're just ruthless and I'm you're so like, unself-aware these about suckers how- behind me, <laughs> they can wait. They can wait until I turn. They, they wait in fear, yeah. not knowing when or how I will turn. I'll keep them on the edge. The next one, and I think I may have read this out. I'm not 100% sure, but if I didn't, I had to read it out again. And it's from Cassie. And she said, chasing a ping pong ball, which... Oh, oh. That- I reckon that was my favourite in that bunch. Yeah. By far. Like, what a... I don't even know how you think of that. I know. But it's so... It, like, irks me, doesn't it? Like, the thought... It's so specific. (laughs) And... But, uh, like, it's also, like, a fairly shared experience, I would say. I I feel like there'd be few people who have never chased a ping pong ball. And... I don't know. I'm not sure about it, but I would think there'd be very few people who feel confident and, you know, yeah, not embarrassed no, while chasing a ping no pong ball. confidence <laughs> in chasing a ping pong ball. You can't, like, like stride <laughs> after the ping pong ball. I mean, it's, it's bouncing. Yeah, how are you meant I would, to chase I'd, it? Yeah, I'd liken it to if you're trying to, like, pick up a piece of paper that's blowing in the wind and you're exactly. chasing after it. That's yeah. the exact same, like, feeling. <laughs> but, yeah, there's no confidence in that. You don't know what's going to happen. This one is from Fiona, and she said, "When you, this one's a little bit of a story. She said, when you think it's raining, so you open up your umbrella, and when you get outside, it's not raining, so you have to battle it to close it in front of everyone. Which... <laughs> That's fair enough. <laughs> Super fair specific, enough. but I love Very it. Very <laughs> specific. I feel like... Um, I don't. I often don't have an umbrella. I just, like, get, <laughs> I just get rained on. That's, that's my philosophy. Yeah. Um, like maybe I'll take one off uh, 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 an umbrella out if it's raining as I'm leaving the house, like heavy. Mm. But otherwise, I'll just sort of like do a little dash to the car. <laughs> um, but I'm thinking about that actually. What would be one step worse than thinking it's raining and opening the umbrella is thinking it's raining and putting on one of those plastic ponchos, oh, the gosh. see-through ones. Yeah. <laughs> you get out. You and gotta it's commit. Not raining, <laughs> and you've yeah. At that point, you have to decide if this is a look or. <laughs> If you if you if you admit defeat and take off the poncho loudly, like it's yeah. not a quiet ordeal. Yeah, that's almost that's way worse than the umbrella. <laughs> <laughs> I actually used to, and I still do this. If I don't have an umbrella, I just act completely unfazed by the rain because I like to try and confuse people who are indoors <laughs> or in the cars. I like I want people to think, wait, is it actually raining? Like, <laughs> is, is this person an actor in like a yeah. teen drama? <laughs> like, what's they're going not on? affected by rain. <laughs> <laughs> this one is similar to on the rain sort of theme. It's from Steph, and Steph said, "Having your wipers faster than other drivers." <laughs> <laughs> is this, 
Okay, no. With the indicator one, I can I can see how I could just not realize when something is embarrassing for other mm. people. But this one doesn't make sense. Like what do you if mean? you're no, no, if you, you can't be embarrassed by if your wipers are faster than yes, other drivers. Yes, you can. You can. No way. You can. Because if you're looking at your windscreen and your wipers <laughs> like, vroom, 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 and you're like, oh, yeah, this is doing a good job. And then you look to your right and someone's windscreen wipers are just like, oh, vroom, oh, vroom. You're like, damn, why am I being so dramatic right now? <laughs> and then you have to turn yours down. <laughs> Oh my I gosh. completely get it. I completely get it. I I have never in my life considered for a second the speed of my wipers compared to other drivers. I've never looked at someone else's wipers on their windscreen and thought, oh goodness, they're they're taking it a bit fast. Well, people might be looking at you and thinking that, Jono. Am I being judged for my windscreen wipers? Well, I'll tell you what, Jono, maybe you are just also the best at timing your windscreen wipers perfectly. <laughs> so you've never experienced the feeling. You always just get it right. <laughs> I am I'm I'm not the best driver, but I'm the best like auxiliary like driving <laughs> apparatus. Yeah. Um, I don't even know. You get all the bells and whistles <laughs> right. <Operator. laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. I can get everything apart from the driving perfect. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm a fine driver. <laughs> But everything else is dialed into perfection. (laughs) (laughs) Our next one is from Val. And this one, I can, much like the ping pong ball one, I can feel this in my bones. And it's walking back from your turn in bowling. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I I do agree. It's, yeah. What do you do? Is there there should be some sort of standard operating procedure for (laughs) walking back from your turn in bowling? Because you turn around, if you got something great, you go, Yippee. Um, but if if it's like just an average sort of bowl, especially if um maybe it's the second game of bowling and people aren't as interested anymore and they're just having a chat, you just sort of like turn around, no one's really looking, you're like, I know. You're like, Do you want to see that? Damn, all right. And it's hard to know when you should turn around after, you know, letting go of the ball because it takes a long time to roll down the alley, yes. whatever that's called. And so you're like, okay, do I turn around midway or do I just stand here and watch it go all the way down? Like, I don't know. I There's just a lot of things to f- think about. For maximum style points, you don't even look down the alleyway. <laughs> you just, you bowl it between your legs and you walk yep. straight back. I love it. I love you don't it. even care how many pins you get. You're, you're oh. too cool for, for bowling. <laughs> This one I had to say simply because they drew a diagram and I believe it's Tim. I'm not sure if you remember reading this one, Jono, but it says walking towards a stranger, sidestepping to get out of the way, but they do the same. Oh, yeah. yeah. So that's a classic one. I remember having that feeling when I was like five years old and it was the first time it's happened to me and I was genuinely so embarrassed. I went up to my mom. I was like, mom, that was so embarrassing. But Tim has drawn an incredible diagram. I might need to share this on the Instagram. They, they've drawn like four people and there's a number one next to, you know, them walking to each other. And then there's a number oh, two. It's like an animation loop. Literally, literally. It's amazing. So shout out to Tim because I love the effort there. That is fantastic. All right, that we've is good. got a few more left. So this one's from Olympia, and this one, I I feel this. It's coming out of the bathroom while someone else is washing their hands. It's just like that awkward, like, ob- 
this is maybe for like if you're using a well this is if you're using a cubicle like coming out of the bathroom yeah. cubicle yeah when someone else is washing their hands like i don't know why it's so awkward but then having to wash your hands next to some stranger as well is also kind of embarrassing for no reason so yeah i completely yeah, I feel suppose. that one Olivia. I, Olympia, I, sorry. I, I get that like, I suppose it might be slightly different in the men's bathroom because you are just sort of like peeing out in the open. So I, I feel like that embarrassment is, is long gone by yeah, that point. Yeah, true, true. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, that is very true. I feel like it's different experiences. All right, this next one's from Gabby. And this one actually <laughs> happens to me quite a bit. And it's waiting for the light to cross the road, like waiting for the green person oh, to yeah. pop up. And then someone cross- crosses while it's red. So then you're like, wow, am I the loser in this situation? Oh, that, <laughs> like, is, oh, yeah. that is such a power play. I know. I, I have the lights at the top of my street. I know exactly when they're going to change. Uh, like I, if I look at the traffic lights around, as soon as one particular light goes orange, I know I'm good as gold and I start yeah. going. And I leave, I leave those suckers in the dust. In the dust. <laughs> And they're like, wow, who is this guy? Wow, he must be, he's so wise in the way of these traffic lights. He must exactly know how to time the speed of his windscreen wipers. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I know the uh, exact timings of this traffic cycle. I'm kind of a wizard. (laughs) And the last two to finish us off, I wanted to give a special shout out to my Nana and Papa. And I wanted to read their submissions. (laughs) Uh, They are huge Zap fans and... These submissions were just too good to share. My papa's is a little bit personal. He wrote, forgetting a name you should, and his underline should, know. And then he took a step further and wrote, e.g. a grandchild. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, what are you saying, papa? (laughs) I know he wouldn't forget mine, but that just made me laugh. I was like, wow. do Do you know who it would be, though? Like, do you have the got the inside no. scoop on? No, name? Okay. but I've got to ask. <laughs> yeah, this is this is now like hot zap gossip. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then my nana wrote a lived experience from her life. She wrote, at a wedding, I was cutting the chicken and I was cutting my chicken and a pea on my plate flew from the plate, hitting the person opposite me. <laughs> And I, I see why that is embarrassing. I think there's a reason why that's embarrassing. That's, that is excellent. Yeah. I, I like that so much because <laughs> <laughs> it's far more specific than the, the, the speed disparity of your windscreen I know. Wipers. <laughs> like, this is an actual <laughs> thing. Yeah. Lived experience. Yeah. Like. <laughs> So as you may know by now, uh, my cinema days, they're long gone, um, and I've been doing school photos for a fair while now, and one thing that always amazes me is all the stuff that kids say, Uh, because, like, you know that saying, oh, kids say the darndest things, or (laughs) something like that. Um, They they do, they genuinely, they say the weirdest funniest like most random things um sometimes you're you're just like oh there's there's the attention seeking child like this this is this is the kid who is trying to be the class clown um, definitely me as a child <laughs> sometimes sometimes they're successful other times it's pretty hit and miss um but they they say all sorts of stuff and what makes them um the best i would say um is that half of the time they're like inadvertently rude yeah. like they 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 
like talking of sick burns, I thought I would talk about a couple of times that kids have absolutely roasted me and all okay. without even meaning to be rude. Like <laughs> yeah. at, at these times, they're just saying things they see, like they're just observing and yeah. speaking about it or they're being a bit cheeky. Now, <laughs> the first one um, that got me was at a primary school. I was doing individual portrait photos. I was on camera and now most of the time, portrait photos, they happen pretty quick. Like, we're talking 20 seconds from students stepping into the station to students stepping out of the station. So, there's yeah. not much room for chit-chat. <laughs> but, you know, in walks uh, a, a little boy, probably in year two or three. Um, I think he was in year two. I can't quite remember. Uh, and he sits down. Um, mm-hmm. And as with a lot of sort of younger kids, they're looking up at the lights. They're, <laughs> they're sort of wondering how it all works. They're trying to figure things out. Um, and he's looking up there, distracted. And I say, hi. And when I say this... He looks down from the lights. He sees my face. And he says, you look tired. <laughs> and, oh, like, thanks, I didn't know kid. what to say. I am. <laughs> yeah, I think I just said thanks and like got on with the job. Thanks, <laughs> click. Like, Next. Yeah, thanks, mate. Yeah. Because, um, yeah, what else could I have said there? I don't have anything prepared. I'm not going to yeah. like s- like slam a comeback at a kid and be like, well, you look dumb. <laughs> Then they cry, and then that's not the school cry, photo that snap, they want. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, the next one that comes to mind is when I was being trained on taking whole class photos. Now, mm-hmm. this is a whole new kettle of fish uh, from portrait photos and takes often like months of trainings before they let you loose out on your own. But <laughs> today, on this particular day, I was being... I was still in my sort of training phase. I was still relatively new, but due to like, I think someone was sick or there was some sort of shortage of stuff mm. somewhere. Um, I had no one directly looking over my shoulder because normally there would be someone dedicated, like rostered on in the day to make sure to like watch what I'm doing, like guide me through stuff, help me out with things. Um, but I didn't have one that day. Mm. I was working next to someone who was uh, a trainer, but they had their own groups going on at the same time. And so they couldn't, um, they couldn't really stop and take me through things as a, a trainer normally would. Uh, and so I was pretty, I was like stressed out. Like I was in the deep end. I was doing photos somewhat on my own. Um, and this day was also stinking hot. So mm. I'm there, I'm stressed, I'm running around, moving stands, <laughs> and I am working up one heck of a sweat. Like, I am, I'm there, there's beads of sweat on my forehead. I'm, yeah, and with I the bright sweating. photography lights, like, that would just oh, be adding yeah. to it. Exactly. Now, I'm setting up this year one class, uh, and this <laughs> boy looks up at me, bless his soul, uh, as I'm giving some instructions, and he just says, you're sweaty. <laughs> And again, uh, I had nothing to say here. It was, it's just observational. Yeah. I said, yep, thanks, mate. Uh, and then very swiftly got back to giving instructions. They're just I really, spitting facts. Yeah, they're just spitting facts. What am I going to do to that? Yeah. Like, I don't know how to, how to rebuttal that. Um, but this last one, I don't think I, I had... Again, like I didn't have anything to say back in this case either. Mm. But this is by far the most savage thing a kid has said to me. Oh, no. Um, and this is when I was doing uh, group photos for a little soccer club and uh, we were outside in this cramped little space where I was basically set up backed right against a hedge with my camera tripod just in front of it. Mm-hmm. And uh, this little soccer team, they had just come from a birthday party. They arrive, they're hopped up on sugar um, and they come up uh, to come and have their, their group photo. And... Um, one of the kids, he sees the camera sitting next to the little hedge and he says, 
um, that like because it's so close to the hedge that's like a spy camera and Ooh. that I was like James Bond and I'm like that sounds great Huge uh, compliment. until he followed it up with but older he said I was like James Bond, but older, and I don't know. What? I don't know if you are familiar with Daniel Craig, but That's he's what I was going to say Spring Chicken. Like this guy, Daniel Craig's been Bond likely longer than the kid's been alive. Like <laughs> this, this kid wasn't born, but like until after Daniel Craig was already Bond, and somehow. I am like James Bond. Daniel Craig is 55. <laughs> I'm like James Bond, but older. I don't know. This is absolutely brutal. I've oh never been... Th- I feel like that's an assault in the workplace. <laughs> that's, what, that's what that feels Did like. Did you report it? You're like, I this kid. I should, I, there, I'm sure there's some sort of workers' comp for that. <laughs> I think it's time for a try it live and... Jonah, I we've done a lot of trial lives, and yeah. to be honest, I've never genuinely felt as scared as I probably <laughs> do right now about a trial live. This one yeah. is just something else, and you know what? It might not be a sick burn, but we might be sick after eating it. I, I genuinely <laughs> am worried. Like oh. I haven't been worried about being physically ill from a, a food before, no. like much at all. Yeah. But I I just <laughs> I had a smell yeah. and um yeah, yeah it is, is not all right. This so, is not all right. <laughs> what we are trying live today is from Coles. It is a limited edition item and it's coming out at the time when hot cross buns are coming out, getting ready for Easter. And Coles has thought that it would be a nice idea to make their Easter special burger sauce hot cross buns. And it. it's it's terrifying. And the I description the description is savory buns with special burger sauce and pickle pieces. So instead of That's raisins, what the green bits are yeah, the green bits are pickle pieces. And it's also got oh, it's topped with tasty cheese and tasty cheese. Yeah, the best kind of cheese. Oh. That's the oat. I, I will I will stick by that if you have to call your product name, if you have to put tasty in the name, it's not that good. No. <laughs> I'm just looking at the ingredients now. And for a small <laughs> item, there's a lot of weird ingredients in there. But to be fair, it's things like, you know, onion powder, mustard flour, tomato powder. Oh, great. <laughs> I know. Not gherkins are in there. Not the things you want in your hot cross buns, um, but alas, no. this is what the whole segment Try It Live is for. It's so that we try the things that you are curious to know what they taste like, yeah. but you don't want to try them yourself. And so that's why yeah, we're here to do it. That That is true. I feel like, um, and I'm, I'm happy to take uh, partial blame for this, um, <laughs> for, for my share, but w- perhaps we have been a bit soft. Uh, with our endeavours in Try It Live, um, I mean we've we've travelled to all all sides of the milk world. Yes. Um, but other than milk, we've we've been a little adventurous, but nothing as daring as this. Nothing before. like this. And Jono, I will admit, when I first smelt these, so what Jono and I have done is we've just gone and put them in the toaster. I have I buttered one of one half, but I didn't butter the other half just in case I need to do a comparison if I feel oh, yeah. like it. But uh, when I smelt the untoasted ones, <laughs> it genuinely smelt like vomit, and that's what's terrifying me. Yes, it smelt yes, like vomit. Yes, that is it. I, I and it I just, is 
a, a, oh. a real sickly oh. orange color. It's so um, gross. And oh with green bits through it, it is. It's not appealing to the eye. <laughs> oh. uh, it's not appealing to the nose. It's um, so but bad. I have to say, the one that I've cut in half, toasted, and put butter on, I could be convinced through yeah. photo alone that it's garlic bread. True. True. I'm still, I mean, smelling the one that's toasted in half and has butter on it, it smells a bit better, but it still has a hint of spew. Oh, yeah. And it's it's that well, that brine. It's that pickly brine <laughs> yeah. that is doing it, oh. I think. That's what it is. It's literally making me gag every time I smell it. So I think we just have to take a bite and get this over yeah. and done with. I'm definitely doing the buttered one. I don't think I can yes. do the unbuttered one. Um, but all right, Jono, let's do it. For the... <laughs> For the love for the of the greater good. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's do this. Uh... Okay. So no. far, I'm getting butter. Same. Oh, oh no. Uh, oh. Uh, oh. Oh, I got a pickle piece. Oh. <laughs> that is so gross. I don't think I can swallow this. This is genuinely. Oh. Yeah, I can't. I can't. I'm spitting it out. I'm sorry. Oh, yuck. There's really not much redeeming about oh, that. There is nothing good about that. I shouldn't have swallowed that. <laughs> that is... That is... Oh, gosh. The taste oh. is terrible. Oh. The aftertaste is arguably worse. Oh, I need to go the and brush my teeth. Has, <laughs> the only thing this has going for it is... It's got an all right texture. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, no, the pickle pieces are the worst to bite through. Oh. That's, I, I retract that. The, if, it was, if it weren't for the pickle pieces, it would have an all right texture. <laughs> oh, that but, is foul. I mean, the redeeming thing of mine was probably the butter that I put on top. Yeah. I mean, the actual thing was revolting. That is like... That's really That's rancid. On. That is rancid. That is simply I... awful. <laughs> How many... Okay. This is. I would love to find an answer to something like this one day. How many people would a product like this have to pass through, pass by? Like, how many desks would this idea have to cross before it gets made? And like, yeah. how many times is it tested? Like, what approval process does a product like this have to get before they're like, "Sweet, that is going on sale, mm. and we, we will we will make people buy this." I mean, uh, we'll not make them buy yeah. it, but this, w this is going to be available for for people to purchase with money so that they can feel awful. It could, you know, purely be for the shock factor. Like, they might know that this is terrible, but they're like, people are going to buy this because it's intriguing. They're going to be like, there's a podcast out there that does these trial lives. <laughs> this is for them. That's what I think about the lot of a lot of the things that we try on this podcast. It's like, they don't really... You know, they're not going to be a permanent thing. Yeah, that's true. But, but I, even still, I yeah. just think that is so, like, in its entirety, just not good. No, no. Yeah, I, that's like, just unfair. Gonna, even if you're going <laughs> to make something, like, that is called, what like, special sauce hot cross buns, right? Even if you're going to make something for the shock factor, make it palatable in yeah. some way. Give it, I agree. give it some redeeming qualities, so that even though it's shocking, it's like the like the splice milk that smelt pretty sharp, pretty mm. off, <laughs> but it tasted like pretty fine. Yeah, like it, was it was all good. right. Yeah, 
It was it was middle of the road, slightly above maybe. But this, the smell was bad. I was willing to give it a try, and I regretted that decision. <laughs> um, and here we are now. But yeah, on a rating scale, this is like far below the the two point five middle of the road. Oh yeah, like I have to um, give it a zero point zero one. I reckon if I even have to give it a number, I, I would just want to give it a zero. I think it's terrible yeah i i think i'm also gonna have to give that a i'm gonna say like a 0.2 because i think there's there's things that is generous i understand but i feel like there's things that are sold that could potentially be worse than this Mm. but can you still taste that there's like a sour in the back of my throat it lingers yeah that lingers it doesn't go like there is i i i don't know what sort of um (laughs) Operation. I'm gonna need to get this yeah, taste out of no. my mouth. Um, all I know is it's gonna be expensive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and on that oh, note, <laughs> gosh, that yeah, that is. We're gonna very swiftly bring an end to this yep. episode so we <laughs> like can go quick. wash our mouths out because uh, that is truly an awful uh, taste oh. to to behold. Um, yeah. So thank you for joining us on this uh, journey of fun uh, and then awful food products. <laughs> um, <laughs> Um, I hope you have enjoyed it. Uh, we certainly have, except for this end bit. Um, granted, um, we uh, we're on social media at Zap the Podcast on Instagram. That's the place you can find us. That's where we do most of our stuff. We're on other places, sure, but that's not really where it's at. Is what I'm trying to say here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and um, another place you can have a look online uh, for us and us related things is zapthepodcast.theprintbar.com. Uh, that is where we sell our merch. Um, mm-hmm. It has changed. I know it's probably... I've realised now it's in all the old episodes that the store is different and I still uh, haven't found a way or a really... Or something. Yeah, I haven't. I don't think I've even tr- tried to look at it. Well, maybe I have once and then <laughs> I just like very quickly got distracted or who knows, um, <laughs> or it looked too difficult. But regardless, sorry, weird tangent. This is just like, so when I'm editing it, I'm just going to be like, oh, I still need to I do need that. I need to do this that, is just yeah. A, this is just a reminder yeah. for, for future me. Uh, <laughs> so disregard that whole part. Um, but thank you very much for joining us, and we'll catch you Wait, on the next episode. Sorry? We need a whisper. Oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> Thank you very much for joining us. And we'll catch you on the next episode of Zap. Bye. Bye. Sweet dreams. Enjoy your nap. <laughs> Bye.